أشهد أن محمد الرسول الله أشهد أن محمد الرسول الله حي على Gaza is nothing 
uncommon to each one of yes. us. There are almost three months on end. Our Muslim brothers and sisters are suffering. It is indeed a tragic moment for the entire world. Looking at this of the crisis under the scope of this ayat of Fa'atabiruya, take lesson, O people of intelligence. Though they may be undergoing difficulty and hardship, but at the same time, we need to introspect, look within our lives, compare our lives, the lives that they are living. How much more hasn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us in every aspect of life? That we, more particularly the South Africans, generally we have the tendency of complaint. This is something obviously that has crept in entire society. Look at length throughout the country because of the poor service delivery that we experience. Every person has some complaint to the other. But then this tendency of complaining that we have created within ourselves has made us become oblivious of all the favors that we enjoy from the side of Allah. But yet we may be also experiencing some type of shortfall, some type of shortage in various aspects of life. But we cannot become blind to the fact that we enjoy multitudes and billions and billions of favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The security that if we have to compare, the security that we enjoy compared to our brothers and sisters in Ghazda, we do not feel any type of security for even a single night. Whether they will wake up the next morning alive or not, whether their homes will be bombarded or not, whether they will, de- whether they will return back home, after just going to a shop to purchase some items and find their families alive, find their homes flattened, is something that we will never experience at all in our life. Shortage of food, shortage of water, shortage of medication, all these things if we have to take them into account, then definitely each one of us will be able to confess that we are falling extremely behind when it comes to gratitude. And shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That every morning through the mercy and through the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to wake up comfort with the joy and happiness of our family members around us. What a great ni'mat, what a great bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And this is a weak point of insan which shaitan had pointed out from the very first day that he was banished from Jannah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had banished Shaitan from Jannah because of his refusal to prostrate and make sajda before Adam alayhi salam. Shaitan then vowed to pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That I will obstruct the path of progress, whether from in front, from behind, from the right, from the left. I will cover him from all directions, yet deter and to stop his progress. Then Shaitan explained the weak point of Allah. You will find, you will not find most of them be great. That is, a very small part of the ummah will be grateful unto you, O oh Allah. Majority will be ungrateful. This itself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala complains of in another ayat of the Quran. That very few of my servants are grateful, express their gratitude. This is what lesson we need to take home, what we need to instill within our lives, within our hearts. The lesson of shukr, the lesson of gratitude. That if this is something that is within our lives, then definitely life will become more enjoyable. It will be more meaningful life. There wouldn't be any reason for us to complain a single minute for a single moment in life. We have to just compare ourselves, those who are lesser privileged than ourselves, those who suffer much greater difficulties than ourselves. Most definitely every moment of our lives will have to be spent in shukr and gratitude unto Allah subhanahu We look at the Mubarak life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's Mubarak life from birth right till death was filled with difficulties and hardships. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came dunya without the care of his father Abdullah. The age of six, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lost honorable mother. At the age of eight, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lost the care of his grandfather. And then the hardships and difficulties of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was prolonged and continued right till the time of Hijrah. After Hijrah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam still continued 
facing Bitika, whether from the Kuffar of Makkah Mukarramah, whether from the Jews of Medina Munumara. This suffering and difficulties continued right until death. But what was the response of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha asked Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared you being totally mahsoor that all your errors are forgiven yet tirelessly toil in the ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until your mubarak feet fell up. What was the response of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? أَفَلَا أَكُونُ عَبَدًا اِسْتَكُورًا That shouldn't I be a grateful servant unto my Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Despite all the difficulties that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was experienced, yet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't focus to the difficulties and hardships of life. Rather Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at the bounties and favors that he enjoyed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that was what motivated Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and prompted him to express that shukr to tirelessly toil in ibadah, put himself and exert himself his long hours of tahajjud, standing up for hours, making ruku for hours, making sajda for hours. This lesson of shukr is something that we really need to within our pain. We look at the Mubarak life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The various du'as that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam died throughout the day, from morning till evening, from the time Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam woke up till the time Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went. Every du'a or most of the du'as are filled with the letter, the du'a upon awakening. Alhamdulillah alladhi ahyana ba'da ma'amata. Starting off the day with shukr, where we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, when exiting and coming out of the toilet, ghufranat alhamdulillah alladhi adhaba anni al-awa. Again, praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allowing that filth and that waste come out of the body. Then again, after eating, Partaking of the Alhamdulillah alladhi at'amana wa saqana Praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And throughout the day the various moments of Or the various occasions that a person experiences throughout the day The du'as that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us Are filled with a lesson of shukr Again when going off to bed Another du'a of going to sleep Alhamdulillah alladhi at'amana wa saqana wa kafana wa awana Fakam mimman la kafiya la la mu'wiya la Again Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches us the du'a of shukr To Allah all praise belongs Throughout the day you granted me something to drink At night now you have granted me shelter Fakam mimman la kafiya la hu wa la mu'wiya To Allah there are so many out today in the world Have nobody to take care of them Nobody to grant them any shelter Here I am going to rest So comfortably with such ease Such comfort That there is no need for me to ever complain Ever utter a word of complaint So these lessons of shukr are extremely important How important this can be again from a dua of Rasulullah sallallahu As Anas radiallahu ta'ala One hadith has explained That one of the most frequently recited duas Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam After the first salah We also commonly hear From the a'imma after the first salah Allahumma a'inni ala zikrika wa shukrika wa rahmatika So Allah assist me and aid What? Ala zikrik In remembering you, O Allah Wa shukrik To make shukr unto you, O Allah So Allah, if it is not with your assist With your tawfeeq I will not be granted that opportunity Of expressing gratitude Shukr Imagine Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Right being of such a high level of gratitude and shukr Yet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Found the need Continuously begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He granted that to feel ability of expressing that shukr The gratitude Then when we look at the lives of the various sahaba radiallahu ta'ala The tabi'een and those that follow the after Their lives were also filled with shukr With gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala They left great lessons from their lives Of shukr and gratitude There was a person in the past 
Abu Qilaba, the person narrating this incident, Abdullah bin Muhammad, rahimahullah. He was from amongst the Tabi'een of the Tabi'ta, from Urvai, rahimahullah. He narrated Muhammad, Abdullah bin Muhammad, rahimahullah. He explains that he was granted and given the responsibility of going to the borders of the Islamic country, go and carry out work of security, of protection, patrolling, etc. What they refer, refer to as riba. He says that when he went to his post, as he was approaching the place where he was posted, he found that there was a tent in it. As he approached the tent, he found that there was a person who both hands and both feet were amputated. Basically, he was someone who was totally challenged. He couldn't see to his own knees. Over and above that, person was hard of hearing. He was almost blind. He was semi-blind. As this person, Abdullah bin Muhammad, comes close, hears this person who was so challenged. Yet the dua that was emanating out, Allahumma awzi'ni, O Allah, grant me the tawfiq, that I make shukr, such shukr, shukran, ukafi'u bihi, ni'mataka alayhi. Such shukr I need to be making to you, O Allah, which will be able to compensate and cover up for the bounties that I enjoy. So this person, Abdullah bin Muhammad, he was totally amazed. Now look at this person, has no hair, he out of hearing, semi-blind, and yet he is making a dua, begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the tawfiq of shukr. Then he made up this niyat within his mind. If there is anybody to assist and to help, then definitely it would be this person. He approaches this person, he makes salam, tells him that, O oh, servant of Allah, Ya Abdullah, that tell me, I am totally amazed of what I am witness, that you can hardly see, you can hardly barely hear, and you have no ability to see to your own need, yet you are making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you with the tawfiq of making shukr. Further in his dua, praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَضَّلْتَنِي عَلَىٰ كَثِيرٍ مِّمَّنْ خَلَقْتَ تَفْضِيلًا Oh Allah, you have granted me superiority. Many aspects over many of your servants and your creation. He says that the servant of Allah, I am extremely amazed at this dua. That what is there for you to make shukr? You have every reason to complain unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He responded and said, hasn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed me with a tongue in order to remember you with a heart to be focused towards. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted me this tongue, engage in his zikr, he has granted me that heart and the tawfiq of being focused. Isn't this something for me to be grateful? Express shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When this person, Abdullah bin Muhammad, asked him, now do you have any need I can assist you? He replied and said, yes, I have one. My son normally tends me, he cleans me up. But for some time, for a few days, my son hasn't come. So why don't you go out in circle and come and inform me of what you find? This person, Abdullah bin Muhammad, rahimahullah, who explains and he says, I went out and I came to a, will, to a place that was like a wilderness area. Then I found there was a young boy who seemed to have been attacked some predatory animal. His body was devoured. And I realized that this was the son of this person here. I had been speaking. This Abdullah bin Muhammad, rahimahullah, says, automatically I was deeply affected. Now, how can I go back to this person and break the news. This is what I this is the condition that I have found your son. The person is suffering so much as it is now only support his son also being devoured in such a way by the by some predator. He says that first I had to pluck up the courage, build up the determination within my family to break the news. He says I came back to this person. Then I first began asking him questions regarding Nabi Ayyub Ali. Was Nabi Ayyub alayhi salam? Was that Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Had been through many trials in life. He began asking person, tell me what do you know about, about Nabi Ayyub alayhi salam? And what trials and difficulties did he undergo? How did he respond to these trials and difficulties? The loss of his children or the loss of his wealth? With him being thrown out of his town, etc. This person began very calmly responding that he was very patient throughout these trials and these difficulties that he underwent. Then person Abdullah bin Muhammad says that after he Receiving this response from this person, I then plucked up the courage to break the, the news. But this is the condition that I have found your son. Says, I plucked up the courage. When I explained to him, I found your son in this condition. Some predatory animal had devoured him. He is no more. He says to his utter amazement and shock. person began praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, he was even more amazed and shocked. Here, normally a person will break down, sobbing and 
trying. Yeah, this person with the response of super gratitude. In my amazement, I ask you, now people in your condition is sobbing and crying. And you are praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, yes, this is, this is a reason for me to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My son had been saved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from living a life of disobedience. And before living a life of disobedience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken his life. He lived a life of total obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So shouldn't I be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having been blessed such a son that lived a life of total obedience conformity to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then let out a shriek. Not long thereafter, a few riders came out. <coughs> he saw this Abdullah bin Muhammad rahimahullah had this person lay down and he had covered him. Abdullah bin Muhammad rahimahullah made salam to these people, welcome them. And then they asked him, what has happened to this person? He explained to them whatever had transpired. Then they removed the cloth from this person's face. They kissed his forehead. Then they also made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abdullah bin Muhammad rahimahullah until then didn't know who this person was. Then he asked these people that who is this person? You are showing such reverence, such honor and such respect. They replied and said, this is one of the great awliya of the time, Abu Qilaba rahimahullah. We are showing this respect to him because of his piety, because of his sabr and his perseverance. Throughout the difficulties and hardships he went through throughout his life. But the great lesson that this person Abu Qilaba left for us was that there is no occasion in life that a person cannot look at it from an angle of super angle of gratitude, despite it being an occasion of difficulty and hardship. But if a person just looks at it with the lens of super, with the lens of gratitude, then definitely there would be some reason or the other to be grateful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever bounties Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses a person. And together with that, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, although time has run out, so many other aspects regarding super, that's one important lesson that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us in the Barak Ahadith. One is super and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Together with that, shukr is required to all those that have been kind to us, have been our benefactors in some way or the other, the greatest of them being our parents. But whatever they may be, from whatever background they are, after all, they are our parents. Whether the father is a drunkard, whether the mother is a youth, but as parents, we owe them all our life. Whatever we can do for them, whatever manner we can express our shukr and gratitude unto them, it is the duty of every child to be grateful and devoted to the service of his parents. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that person who cannot show shukr to people, then cannot show shukr unto Allah subhanahu be grateful to our parents, be grateful to our spouses, to our wives, whatever they have done. Though they may be having weaknesses with it, but again, turn a blind eye to the weak. And whatever deficiencies they may be having, look at the good, to the good that we enjoy from Together with that, make it a habit of making shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not only that, but reminding our children as well. Many a times we fail to remind them that whatever they enjoy is not just from us. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has just made us as parents a means of granting them whatever they enjoy in life. He will instill the great lessons of shukr within our children. They will find great value within their own life. They wouldn't have any reason to complain of whatever hardships or difficulties they are also enduring and going through in life. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is each one of us with tawfiq, making shukr unto him and being grateful to all those that have been, great, that have been kind and passionate to us in whatever form it may be.